Because today's Friday, whoever's going to daven for the Amid Friday night. So the last time I spoke, I said it's more the singing is more important. So I'll speak less time. So someone came and asked, but what about this week? I said, what's the difference? So that was a Motchus Psaak When I finished Kabbalah Shabbos, you say Shmois. So it'll be less time. Like, so what? Because I told you about it. I started earlier Friday. I forget it. Yeah? Finish later. People have to go home. Understand? People have to go home. If anybody dislikes children, little children, you should not come to the Sudha tomorrow night because I'm coming with my wife and two grandchildren. And only one of them is a terror. <laughs> I'll leave it to you to figure out which one he is. The other one's a girl. Or <laughs> oh, this kid boy, you gotta watch him. He's fast. Okay. I decided not to continue right now what we were doing and to pick it up. It's an important subject and to pick it up uh, next month. Of course, I'm uh, waiting for what you have want me to speak about. <coughs> if you don't give me any subjects, nothing will happen. I'll, I'll give the share anyway. Okay? Uh, I want to finish the part of the shear of the Shmuis that we gave Monday night that I didn't say. In fact, part of it doesn't even appear on the sheet because it's not the gear to many Bachram. But we spoke about the uh, the powerful chisarin of blaming. Okay? And I'm not going to repeat that, but um, there's two things I want to share with you. One I could have given to the Bachrim also if there had been time, and one is not the gear to them, most of them, most of the people there. When something goes wrong, so there are two ways to look at it. What happened? What went wrong? How can we fix it? Or, who did it? In Japan, they do the first. And in America, they do the second. Okay, who, who, messed, it, who's, who, who messed it up? Whose fault is it? So what happens then? People try and cover up. Wasn't me. Wasn't me. Yeah. We all want when Mashiach comes, and he asks, like, what did it take so long? So you should be able to say, well, like, it wasn't me. Okay? It's a bracha. You should say it wasn't me. Yeah? The intellect wants to solve a problem. The emotion says, oh gosh, this feels so terrible. I don't like this. Or like they say in America, I don't enjoy this. I don't enjoy it. Yeah? And if you don't enjoy it, it can't be anything worse than that. Yeah? If the, if 
the intellect wants to know how to fix it. So no one's, no one's, no one's threatened, we just don't know what to do. So there's no blaming whose fault it is. Now, if, if, if technically it's always the same guy who's doing it, so you have to fire him. Okay? That's like, that's push it. But that's also technical. Yeah? But if it's emotional, then I can't handle being wrong. It's too painful for me. And if I'm going to say it's someone else's fault. And then you have all the things that we spoke about that spins out of that, all the uh, lost life that comes out of, okay, finding who, who, who else's fault is it. If my wife would have been different, and I was switching over to her, my wife would have been different, she would have had these me dice, or that me dice, or she would have been prettier, or she would have been healthier, or if my shver would have been nicer, or my shviger, um, my shviger, yeah? Yeah? All these things are reason why I'm not functioning well. Yeah? And then you have a foolish bachrim who say, uh, my wife will get me up for chakras. Yeah? Just like someone's going to come down and knock on the door to make you wake up for chakras, because or else you can't get up. And, um, and it's his fault that I didn't get up because he didn't knock on the door. There's a pill called Ritalin. This is for people who have trouble focusing, so they give them this pill. If you need to take it, don't be stupid, take it. Okay? That's not, that's not Nugaya per se over here, that's Shaila. Yeah? You go to a competent um, neurologist or psychiatrist who's trained to, for that. Yeah? And they decide whether this will help you or not. If it does, it's like putting on eyeglasses. It changes the world. So, uh, the Goyim say, a kid has to be taught that on the day he forgot his medicine, his mother forgot to give it to him. He can't say, I didn't take my medicine today, so I don't have to listen. The Goyim say this. A kid has to be taught, this is to help you. But it's not it doesn't take over your responsibility. Understand? So you have to know that this meter of not blaming allows for communication with kids. Kids aren't worried if they break a glass or they get a poor mark or, you know, there's no need for excuses. It's okay. The only question is, what do we do about it? He got a 42 on a math test or a 42 on a Gemara test, depending which part of the country you come from, which is a bigger tragedy. Yeah? Say that. So, okay, what do we do about it? That's all. What do we do about it? So there's no problem. The kid will say, oh, I got a 42. It, 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 if the child's hashkafe is, it's okay to get a 42 on a math test or on a Gemara test. In some places, it's a mystery to get a 42 on a math test because they're not supposed to do it well. Yeah? It's meant, you know. 
to the very Chosh of Avrech in this Shiva, well, I think he's still here. He told me he, he taught uh, secular studies in Satma. So over there, the secular studies teacher was his Pashat, you know. His Kamat wasn't Jewish. Yeah? Because that's the, the way it is. I taught Cheder in this, in this city. And I was Baruch Hashem, I was very successful. And, he have to, and they wanted me to take over the secular studies also. So I went to Abchaim Friedland and I asked him, should I do this? So he said, he doesn't know, it's a Shver Shaila. So he sent me to someone in Yushalayim and says, you could do it, because they'll know that since you're an American, they'll understand how you know how to do this. It's absurd, but you've also been seen that you're an American. So, of course, I didn't do it. But this is, it's a, that's already a social thing. But the point is, failure is not a problem. I'm a failure. I got a 42 on a test. What can we do about it? If I consistently get 42s, we have to ask why. And maybe I'm not, quote, unquote, cut out for math. And my father should buy me a calculator. I know a very wonderful boy. He, now he's about 28. He can't tell time. He needs a digital clock to tell him what time it is. He, he gets confused with the, with the hands. He can't tell time. Yeah? His father used to flip. Yeah? What's the problem? You get him a digital watch. Like, what's the big deal? It's not his, he has a learning disability. The father can't believe it. How could he not? Can, one, he can't tell time. He gets confused. That the big hand. Is, he gets confused. He's in, you know, his whole life has been like that. Like so what? Who play? Whose fault is this? Nothing, nothing happened. Yeah. I was on an airplane once, going to Toronto, and over the PA system it says this plane can only go to Amsterdam. So Amsterdam's a nice place. They have tulips over there. Yeah? They had, at that time, the biggest airport in the world a long time ago. It just, I wanted to go to Toronto at that moment. And half wasn't good enough. Halfway is not good enough. Huh? So they changed planes. But it's, it's a technical point. I was once stopped in security. Before I get on the plane, they go through, you know, they, have, they randomly select people. So the guy opens my thing and, and, and he says, What are you doing with a bullet? With a gun bullet, gunshot bullet. I said, Huh? And what else did they put into my luggage? It turned out they had mixed up the bags between his bag, his bag got in front of me, and my bag got in front of him. But it was a technical problem. I, I yeah, okay. Yeah, they would start looking for my gun also, because what good is a bullet without a gun? This guy collects bullets. I don't know what it was or why he was doing that for, but it wasn't me. I don't collect bullets. There's also an, 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 another very important side, not side benefit, real benefit of being able to take blame. There's a thing called apologizing. Some people have a very hard time apologizing. If you want to, uh, if you made a mistake, you did something wrong, apologize. Sometimes if you're married, 
If you did make a mistake, apologize. You have to be able to say, I'm sorry. That's the way it is. So these are things I wasn't going to uh, broadcast Dafka in, in, in the Shmuiz, especially since we don't have so much time. I wanted to go on to another Nakuda. Okay, that's a house office. I tell you, when I, when I was Leolechem sitting Shiva for my father, Oliver Shalom, so Rav Noach Weinberg came to Menachem Ovel. I was Rabbi Zeshiva for 16 years. So he says to me, you know you're at the top of the line now. Right? Because the next door. So my instinctive reaction was, no, I have two older brothers. Who wants to be top of the line? Who wants to be responsible? You know? It's not, it's not my responsibility. It's not my fault. It's not my... No. You get to a certain point where you have responsibility. There's no way to avoid it. If uh, one day you put on one of these long things that cost more money to clean, that if you hang it over a, a chair so it gets dirty on the bottom, uh, it's also more expensive. There's a lot of concerns in the frock. I can't think of any mileage at all. Yeah. Sometimes the bus driver will stop in front of you, but they do that even more often if you're on, uh, if you're on, uh, what do you call it? Huh? Crutches. Agit bus drivers are nice to people on crutches. So okay. So sometimes they stop in front of a frock also. But if you wear one, you have to be careful. You have to behave yourself. My son was hit by a car in Rakhov Um Why? Because there was an adult crossing the street and he figured he had, you know, there was a, a thousandth of a millimeter, a millimeter between him and the car. He'll go that speed and the car will miss him by a very small amount. And he was right. But my son saw this adult, he was like about that tall, to saw this adult crossing, so he figured it must be okay. So he also crossed. And guess what? Yeah. The other guy was right. He missed him. It took this guy about a year and a half to come and apologize. You're an adult. Don't you dare cross against the red light. Don't you dare. Stand there and wait. Why? There are little eyes that are watching you. Don't have a temper tantrum in front of a kid. They're watching. Now you want to have it. You're upset, and you really—it's not a problem. Go into a different room and bang your head against the wall for a while, and you'll be okay. Either you'll feel better, or you'll lose consciousness. Either way, you'll be okay. Rabbi say you're older, Bachram. The Pnei Shiva is looking at you. I'm not saying this for the benefit of Shiva. I'm saying it for your benefit. You have to know. It says about. Um, It says, All the creatures of yesteryear will be remembered. It's in the of Rosh Hashanah. That means if someone did something 500 years ago, 
let's, let's bring a more obvious example. Um, there was a great Russian named Leon Trotsky. Yeah? He was the one who created the Efsexia, the, the Jewish section of the Communist Party. They made the Russian Communists look like Jew lovers. And they knew everything because they had gone to Cheder. He was the only person who the Chavaz Chaim ever cursed. It's very unhealthy to get cursed by the Chavaz Chaim. But this man was like he was killing, destroying Kuala Yisrael. So he cursed him. And then uh, Stalin decided one day he doesn't like him anymore, which is also unhealthy. So anyway, he escaped in the nick of the time and then he went to Mexico City. And Stalin's long arm got him there and he may murdered him, assassinated him. This man was the one who won the Russian Civil War. If not for him, you know, other anti-Semites would have been still running Russia. The Chavaz Chaim said, he's not Makana Trotsky's Rebbe. He's not Makana's Rebbe. He didn't handle him right. At the convention in Tarmasara, this is like scary, but Rabbi Yaakov Weinberg, his Talmud Rafrand, said that just like it says, says scary business. That doesn't mean he shouldn't be a Mechanach. It's worth going to Gehenim to go, to, to go into Chinuch. But there's going to be mistakes. But one day we might talk about this, but it's not our, our forum. Because you're responsible. You're responsible. You have to get a good night's sleep. You have to eat a good breakfast, etc. You have to learn Chavis HaTalmidim. Yeah, it's amazing. I'm very grateful for giving me the opportunity to look at it again. You're responsible. After I have to speak in Beit Shemesh uh, tomorrow night. No. Yeah? So one of the things I want to tell them is there's a terrible financial crush in the country today. Terrible. I mean, like, I mean, really bad. They can't bring a depression home with them. It's technical. A kid can't feel we're poor. A kid can't feel my father is learning, therefore I don't have money. Because that kid, for sure, is not going to, just, you know, he ain't going to want this. People, little eyes are watching. In this case, little eyes means the new Bachran. Those are little eyes. Okay? Or the Bachran may be even the second year guys also. But you used to look like a few years ago, put it that way. Yeah? You're responsible. It's a tremendous chosliyam hadin to be someone who's a good example. Now, uh, don't take this the wrong way. I'm not your mashgiach. I'm really not the mashgiach here. That's the truth. I hang around. I learn with guys. If no one else is around, so, you know, so they ask me something. So I'm just a default guy. Yeah? Yeah? You guys, people look at you. You're responsible. 
but Litoivosa. Litoivosa. Abacha sees Abacha coming to davening on time and davening and learning. They see something. It touches them. It means something. It matters. And you matter more than, than the Rabbeim do. Because they have a few, they, they, that's expected. And there's a Misa, famous Misa, Ravoba told over. Um, there's a Rafrid in uh, Dallas, Texas. Yeah? Sit down the block from your grandmother. Right? A couple hours drive from your grandmother. Yeah? He built up, he built it, struggling to build a Torah, a Mokum Torah in Dallas. A secular Jew comes up to him and gives him a very large check. So he says, like, you know, like, how, why do you come to me for? What, what connection do I have to you? So he said, I was at the Kaisalmar uh, Ravi. I saw this Jew Davenek. I was inspired by him. I, I just I couldn't take my eyes off his tefillah, the sincerity of his tefillah. He was actually talking to someone. We had no way of communicating, because I'm an American, which means, means I only speak one language, and he doesn't speak English. He may speak Yiddish and Ivrit, maybe Hungarian, yeah, but he doesn't speak English. By the way, don't mistake, get a mistake, I like Americans. Shouldn't be any mistake, it's, you know, you have to. Yeah. So he came to Dallas and says, is there any place in Dallas where this Jew would feel comfortable? Because uh, I, I, I want some way to show respect to him. So they sent him to Rabbi Fried. He saved the place. And after he was Nifta, his son continues. So Revolba said, when this Jew comes, this Rishalmi Jew, comes to the Shemayim, and he gets all this car for the Torah community in Dallas, Texas. So there's two gears is what he's going to say. Maze Dallas or Vosidok Dallas. Yeah, everybody's going to have their opinion with the language over it. Okay. Yeah? All that schar. There was a Jew, I forgot his first name, it's one of, one of, uh, in one of Rav Krohn's um, Magid books, one of the earlier ones. There was a Jew, Rav Bloy, who was, had, who decided he was going to America to open an office for yeshiva to raise money because he had no panosa. He was destitute. Rahman a lot of Jews were destitute in Yerushalayim. Destitute means poor, very poor. Yeah? Okay. Um, and he was on the boat. This man never slept on Shabbos. He never slept on Shabbos. Shabbos is his day. is too precious to sleep. He was always up the whole Shabbos, all day, 24, 25 hours. And this secular Jew saw this man, how he's behaving on Shabbos. And he was very impressed. He said, what can I do for you? Now, he could have easily said, give X amount of money to Yeshiva, and he can just take the next boat back. He didn't do that. He said he had a cousin or a brother who was in a, in a, in a community in Israel which was being, the kid, people were dying like flies from mosquitoes, from malaria. The swamps were 
plagued with malaria. The Pashat is Yeshiva was Pashat. Says he told him the story. He says, hey, you want to do something for me? Take care of him. And his brother wrote him a letter after that. He says, we don't know what happened. All of a sudden, whole teams of doctors came. They inoculated everyone. They drained the swamps. We know what happened. This man had his horse. You don't know who's looking. You older Bachrim. And um, so, just like Rav Noach Zachayin Levocha said to me, you are the top of the line, and I tried to wriggle out of it instinctively. But you know something? He was right. A child has no responsibilities. He could do whatever he wants. He has only rights. But you have responsibility. I'm not giving you musishmas. I care about you. I want to give you a key. That's why I didn't, I didn't continue what we talking about. A key for you, Amadin. You make up your mind. Not to be perfect. That's, you know, you forget it's not going to work. But I, it will be part of my consciousness that I am an example. Then you get a schusarabim to Yom Hadin. Get a schusarabim. Not, not, not so quick to um, not so quick to uh, to do things which maybe are unbecoming. I'm not trying to turn you into malachim. All I'm trying to do is that tell you that there's, to, to turn a certain switch over there, that this also should be on your mind. That's all. When that happens, you get a schusarabim. And that's a whole different deal for you, Amadin. That's all. Just like, think. Hashem. Just like this year, you're going to try to be someone who's going to make a difference to someone else. You should, that have many, many years of making a positive difference to others. Hey.